everyone to episode 506 Aussie Tech Heads. This is for the week the 20th, starting from the 20th of October 2016. So it is starting from, because I want you guys to be able to know that the next seven days, uh, all the, this is the most relevant podcast for you to listen to. So from the week starting the 20th of October. So you got that? All right. So we're going to tell you about all the latest news and, uh, I don't know, our views from the week of the tech news that have sort of sparked our keen little eyes anyway. So uh, let's get uh, straight into it. We're going to uh, get around the grounds and see who's on the panel tonight, because it's uh, quite a it's a normal normal sized panel. So we've got uh, Warlock. How you doing, Warlock? I'm anything but normal size. Speak for yourself. <laughs> all right. So how you been going? All right. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. That's good. Good stuff. And down in Sydney, Eric. How you doing? I'm very normal, thank you, Glenn. Very good. Now, look, I've. Pre pre warn everyone. Eric reckons he's going to go on a rant tonight. So no, um, <laughs> no, no. Don't don't g, don't g up the listeners. No. But yes, he's right. I will be. I will. I will. I will have some comments about mm. Apple and, and and Cookie Monster. I've been. I went to the Apple store not long ago. And what was my experience like? Yeah, it's not too bad. All right. So uh, yes, don't forget the Aussie. Oh, gee, thanks for that. Okay, move on. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll I get, went to the Apple Store once too. It's, it's all right. We'll get we'll get back into that. We'll get back into that. Uh, look, I've just I've just been distracted. There's something there's, the dogs mucking around at my feet. That's just distracting me a bit tonight. But anyway, let's uh, let me. I'll kick it in the guts and we'll, <laughs> we'll keep going. Okay, tune in radio. You can find the Aussie Tech Radio there. It's cross platform. Just search, load up the Tune In Radio app and search for Aussie Tech Radio. Wall to wall, twenty four seven podcasts so uh new ones go up every friday you can join us at facebook.com forward slash aussie techheads and youtube.com forward slash aussie techheads all right let's uh see where we're going to start off at um i don't know where do you want to start do you want to start eric let's let's see. i'll start let's, let's hear I'll what start you've with got my little say. uh i'll start with my little apple story I'll, I'll not the one that's on the show no just my uh what happened to my my macbook pro during the week oh okay what's happened to it <laughs> well it's ruined Oh, so, why? So, next story. Did you break your Windows <laughs> devices last week? This week you're going for the Mac, are you? No, no, but with last week Windows was a software issue, which I fixed. Um, this week, hardware issue, which I am getting fixed, which insurance might pay for. We'll see what happens. Oh, <clears throat> what did you do to it? Well, during the week, out on our back deck, there's a, a roof, right? Normal roof. Mm-hmm. And I... Left my computer out there overnight because I go out there in the morning and have breakfast, right, and have my coffee and my whatever. Yep. And I ha- I'm on my computer checking emails or whatnot. So and I <clears throat> finished that up and I left it there during the day. And I forgot it there the whole day. It was outside the whole day, but it's covered, right? Mm. But it rained that night. And I walk out in the morning and go, oh, it rained last night, and I saw the computer. I thought, oh, that is fine. Wait, nothing will happen. Because it, and I looked at it and it wasn't wet on the top. Right. What had happened was there's a drip on the ceiling, which I didn't know about, and because the table was on just on that right angle, it was dripping up the table, but it was dribbling down underneath my laptop. Right. Right. And it pooled, and it pooled so much that it actually lifted, and it went into the vents oh, on the side. Oh, so it was floating. <laughs> No, it wasn't floating, but the, the water, water went because inside. Because it gathered. Yeah, it gathered, right, okay. You know, like a, like a dam effect, if you like. Mm. And it went into the slots. So I went, oh, Christ. So I opened it up and it worked. I thought, oh, sweet. And then 
my youngest said, Dad, can I use your computer? I've got to look something up. I said, yeah, no problem. Go and get it. And nothing. Nothing. All I got was a folder with a question mark flashing. Oh, right. Right? right. So I looked it up and it said, either your logic board's gone or your hard drive's gone. Oh. And I'm thinking, um, normally it'll be the logic board with water because mm. a hard board drive's usually encased and, you know, it's probably okay. So I went to the Apple store today. It's out of warranty, as usual, plus water damage isn't covered. Yeah. So they said, all right, let's um, have a look, open it up. They went out the back, opened it up. It goes, well, we can't tell if your hard drive's damaged, but so he took it out and gave it to me. He said, if you can get this in an enclosure and plug it in, you'll probably, if you can see it, then it's probably fine. Yeah. But your logic board is was soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, all right, okay. Good. So... So, okay, what's damage? Yeah. They wanted to sell me a hard drive as well, for SSD, to replace my one. $7,000. $1,250, right? For a 500-gig SSD. They said, no, that's not going to happen. The logic board was seven fifty. dollars Oh, dear. Right, so all up to fix the thing was 1900 I might as well have just dropped it from the ceiling. Yeah. Dropped it out of my car, rang up the insurance company, said, sorry, dropped it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Paid a hundred dollar excess. So, so really, what? So Apple doesn't really want to get these things fixed. They don't want to fix them. They just want to sell you another one. So it's like, no, they don't mind. They don't mind. Yeah, they would prefer to sell you another one. But he said, if your insurance covers it, they'll pay you the equivalent of the repair bill. So if it's nineteen hundred, mm. the insurance company will pay me nineteen hundred. So, so and then if there's if there's any difference to make up, I'll make it up. Is that something you can get on insurance? <coughs> well, I rang them this afternoon, and I stupidly told them it was water damage. And he said, "Well, with water damage, you're covered, but up to a thousand dollars." Right. Only. So right. you can get it up to a thousand. Yeah. Half price. So they said, <coughs> "Excuse me." If well, I'd smashed it, they would have covered the whole thing. If I'd dropped it, couldn't you? Couldn't you right? get a get the logic board done for nine hundred? Yes, that's what I'm doing. And go and buy your own fifty dollar SSD from somewhere. Or you know, what would they? What they cost you? One hundred and fifty, two hundred, maybe. For what? The SSD, like from some... no five five hundred bucks, dollar no, from, a gig, basically. Not from dollar Apple, but from somewhere else. Not from Apple, somewhere else. I've already ordered it from somewhere else. Somewhere else, yeah. Well, how much? So I will get... That was for 500 Right, right. But I ordered... They also gave me... Because I've got... The new MacBooks have got the different screws in the back, and I don't... I've got all these bloody torque screw things and everything, and the new Macs, completely different torque screws. So thanks a lot for that. Yeah, yeah. They love so it. I ordered it from Mac, Mac Fix It. Yeah, yeah. And they get their stuff from um, Mac Sales in the States. So I got ordered a drive, an enclosure, so I can put my SSD drive in it, and the Torx screws came together all together, six hundred bucks, right? Mm. So I thought, okay, fine. So I'll get I'll get the logic board fixed for seven fifty, and I'll get them to reimburse me two fifty for this stuff. So I'll be out of pocket a couple of hundred bucks. What's the uh, um, what you call it? The uh, not the premium, the excess. Excess. Hundred bucks. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Good. So uh, yeah, right. So have you tried to plug the the uh, drive in to see if you can get the? Well, I haven't got it yet. I only ordered it today. 
probably no, but come the old drive a... just so you can get the data off it. He hasn't got the enclosure. Well, I haven't got the enclosure. Right. Right. Okay. All right. I've well, I've got to get the enclosure for the drive. Well, that's no good. I don't know. You won't be leaving it outside. Yeah, I know. It's one up, one one expense after another. Mm. So you didn't want to hang out for the uh, supposedly new MacBooks that are coming. Well, well, funny you say that because I just the other day because this this happened on the weekend. I've only had a chance to see Apple Store today because they, you know, they were, they were all fully booked. Plus, I didn't have the time. Mm. But during the week, I saw that article. I think I emailed it to you. Yep. Right. Right. And I saw that, and so this is a good segue. Let's go to that, what what the supposed um, MacBook Pros are going to be like. And when I read this, I thought, no way, I would rather just get mine fixed. Because what they want to do with this is... I can't believe just, that this is, the, this is the MacBook... Is it the MacBook Pro that hasn't had an update since 2012? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, 2014. What's 2014. the one since 2012 I was reading about? Retina MacBook Pro in 2012 and the 5K iMac in 2014. Right. Yeah. So the Retina yeah, the, machine. The first Retina was 2012. They came up with a the same Retina style but with a different processor in 2014 for the MacBook mm. Pro. But everything else was the same. I think they just upgraded their processor. Right. But nothing else had changed. So on this new one, what they're saying is here. They're going to do away with USA port, USB ports completely, mm. HDMI ports completely, Oof. SD card slots completely, and they're going to have four USB-C ports, and then you've got to buy adapters if you want to plug in H, uh, HDMI, right. um, all this sort of stuff. So that it's, they're going the way of the phone. Mm. You know, one plug, everything goes in. Well, I could and probably... I, when I read that, I thought... Yeah, look, I can probably see that. Look, it's probably somewhat advantageous, to, to, like for real estate wise, in the actual computer to have, say, a couple of USB uh, C ports. And so, therefore, that's all you have. And you do, yes, you get an adapter to plug into them depending on what you want to do. I can see the, the problem is, though, if you've got one port and everything, you're always jamming stuff in there, pulling out, pulling in, that it wears her out. And True. eventually, if you've only got one USB port, hmm. suddenly your computer, you can't do anything. But the thing that's wrong with the, when Apple do something like this, I think, is that they'll make it so you have to buy their adapter, which is, exactly. what, 50 bucks because or Because they've, they've got the firmware on the adapters that's that only right. work with their, you know, hmm. all this sort of stuff, like their lightning cables, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah some of the third so, party are already bringing out adapters that you can plug USB, HDMI and stuff into. Yeah. yeah, well, if that if it's, if it's got the proper, you know, whatever that Apple yeah, you have to be a license on, then I'll, I'll be fine mm. with that. But, see, the thing is, they're on this crusade to be thinner. Everything's mm. going to be thinner, 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 thinner. They're gonna, the next laptop's going to be like this, mate. <laughs> well, they reckon that air, yeah, you could fit that into an envelope. You know, into well, you can. Yeah, I remember there was a reviewer in the US who put his air with in a on top of a pile of newspapers and then he chucked the newspaper on top and his wife went and chucked all the newspapers in the recycle bin because he didn't know there was an air in there. <laughs> oh, and it got taken away by the garbage the truck. That's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's finished. So so I'm a bit concerned about that because they're just going on this crusade thinner, thinner, thinner. The other thing they want to do is I don't know why they just don't go touchscreen full on. All the F keys are going to go on the keyboard. 
Mm. And on the bottom of the screen, it's going to have the touch F keys. Right. Right? So just on the bottom. But the rest of the screen you can't touch. What is the point of that? Mm. So I th- I If thought... you're going to make it touch, make it touch. So, okay, because I, I thought I was reading that they it was going to be a touch screen, but it, you don't no, think it only is. only for the bottom. Only for yeah, the bottom. Just for the bottom, it says. Just for the oh, F keys. wow. Which is pointless. You go to all that trouble developing a, a touch screen, I'm sure it'll be a beautiful touch screen because they're going to use a similar technology to the iPad, mm. but they're only going to make it work down the bottom. Wow. I just yeah, they're going to make it like um, programmable just... OLED keys, so when you run Photoshop, it'll have a pair of scissors drawn on the key for cut, a pair of scissors for oh, a picture of a pot of paste for paste something and all of that. Yeah. I don't well, know why, you know, you should be able to go, you be able to touch the photo wherever you want it, you know, or do a right click on it and, you know, okay, I want to trim that instead of yeah. just, you know, putting your mouse up here and then touching the screen at the same time in order to cut or paste. It's just, what do you think? They just, oh, it just frustrates the hell out of me. <laughs> why do you think they've, you'd have to call it an opposition. Why do you think they've got an opposition for a touch screen? Is it too expensive? Um, no, I look. I don't know. I really don't know. I can't answer that. I wish I knew the answer to that. I just don't know why they're so scared of putting touch screen on their laptops. Do you think? Well, maybe, maybe because they think it's gonna it's gonna bastardize their iPad sales. I was just gonna say that. I was gonna say, yeah. Do you think it'll make it too close to the iPad? Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, but look, something that you might find interesting, uh, as uh, as as I did, and I, I can show the people on the video. There's this thing called a Sonder keyboard and it's uh from a start an australian startup and tim cook's uh it's tickled his fancy he the apple have teamed up with the with these guys and they're saying goodbye qwerty keyboard so what this keyboard is like this what this is just such a great idea it's a keyboard that has programmable keys so it's like the e-ink on each key so you can put whatever you want so you can you know, you can nominate the letters on each key basically. Yeah, and so you know, like a international language. So you've got one keyboard, and you can have whatever language you want on it. You can have emojis. You can have whatever you want, whatever you use the most. If you've got a key, well, that, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But I think most people will stick to the QWERTY keyboard as far as English language goes. They yeah. might reprogram the F keys to have emojis and other things. Well, that's right. Yeah, um, but it's a good idea because if you're a you know Chinese, you go right, well, that key will be that. That key will be this. That's that's a great, that's a good idea. Yeah. So look, it's a this... bit strange though because in 2011 Optimus brought out a keyboard that did exactly that. But I think the oh they'll they'll be suing Apple now. No, well, mm. wasn't that one? Well, I'll, I'll keep going with this because I think maybe we can uh, say why this your mob didn't uh, go through with it. But uh, but anyway, so this anyway Tim Cook he's liked the idea and he said okay he's going to make this available for the Apple the Apple MacBook laptops. So there'll be a standard feature on MacBook laptops uh, from 2018. Okay, so a couple of years. Yeah. So um, the keyboard technology has been developed by the Sondar Design Proprietary Limited, which is an Australian startup backed by Foxconn. The keyboards will use the yeah the e-ink displays uh, like those seen on the Kindles. And you know what e-ink is. Everyone knows what e-ink is. Although the Apple keyboard... Uh, would be a standard feature. It's likely to hold added appeal to those who frequently type in more than one language, blah, blah, blah. 
For everyday users, the keyboard would also make it easy for people to spice up their communications with emojis and symbolic substitutes for words, which has gained widespread popularity through, you know, all the use of smartphones and um, social media and all that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, well, uh, to me, if you're gonna, someone's going to send me an email and it's full of emojis, I'm going to delete it. <laughs> send me a text message I'm okay with because I know what you're getting at. It's, it's short, you're on the run, you've got to make it quick. I get that. But if you're in front of your keyboard and you write, I bought a new and there's an emoji of a car and then and I went for a drive too and there's bushes and trees and you know the countryside <laughs> yes. and then comma and I took my girlfriend with me and there's an emoji of a bird instead of girlfriend then I will delete that photo or send it back to him and say learn to speak English or I'm unfriending you you moron <laughs> now, now the uh, this keyboard it's available for pre-order at 199 US now I think uh, that'll be four hundred Australian. Thanks. <laughs> oh, wait, wait till Apple get their their account and bean counters. Oh onto yes, it. got to get their uh, Apple tax on that. It'll be it'll be five ninety nine. <laughs> so, five ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> so um, now I think whoever uh, Warlock just said came out with one a couple of years ago. Apparently, yes, there has been others, but they've been like above the thousand dollar mark. So I probably suggest that's probably why they haven't gained traction. But for whatever, who knows how they've made these ones. They cheaper. needed a backer. The only way you can get the price down is you need a backer. Someone that's willing to distribute it throughout their stores like Apple. Mm, yeah. So so there you go. So look, there's, if you want to have a look at that keyboard, go to sonderdesign.com. There's the app in the show notes. You can find links to there. Uh, look, it looks good. Uh, well, So realistically, Australian, that's probably going to be about, what, two, 260 Something now, like that. When you, is it going to be with all MacBook Pros or just the standalone keyboards? Uh, this one, this well, the article just says it's going to be uh, the new keyboard will be standard feature on MacBook laptops. Okay, MacBook Pros, basically. Mm, I can't and, see and MacBook laptop. Yeah, I can't. If you look at the the it'll keyboard, probably come programmed to be your default. So if you're shipping to Italy, it'll be default keyboard in Italian. If you're shipping it to Abu Dhabi, it'll be default in Arabic, hmm. that yeah. sort of stuff. But I, I say, what I think is, uh, so why would they, if they're going to be punching these out next year, 2018, why are they going to so much trouble with, you know, the, the touchscreen first half of the screen for your F keys? Don't know. Maybe Don't know. This, this keyboard coming Look, along Apple have got a Apple have got a habit of coming out with something and ho- then hold, holding back. They go, this is the perfect laptop. We want to build the perfect laptop. And they do, they design, they build, got the best keyboard, the best screen, the best thing. And they go, right, now chop the features in half and that's the one we're going to sell. Because mm. they always hold back. So you, so you keep upgrading and you keep buying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's my little keyboard story anyway, which I thought was... Oh, well, I'm not happy about their new laptop, so I'm not buying one of those either. And I'm not buying a uh, iPhone 7. So but, how much money have you lost from me so far, Apple? But were, were you going to be buying one, though? Were you unhappy with yes. what you had? Were you upgrading? I was going to upgrade my phone. I was due. It's been two years. I was out of contract, and I was ready to go. So you got a 6? I had a 6. That's right, not yeah. a 6S. Right. So when and even you... my daughter, who's right into tech, right, and she's got, she's got the 6, six. she's got the 6 as well, because she got hers the same time I got mine. And she said to me, Dad, don't upgrade my phone this year. I don't want the 7. That's a piece of garbage. Right. <laughs> and that's coming from a 17-year-old who, who loves technology. But, but the thing, where do you go? Don't bother. You can't get a Note 7. Where do you go? 
Well, this is this is it. The app that's what Google Apple are counting Pixel on. Phone. The, the Pixel case? phone. That's your right. That's what everyone's doing. The what? The Google, Google phone. Pixel. Right. Yep. The pic. Look it up. It's a good good looking phone. Yep. Yeah, okay. Good. I got a, some info about it too. Oh, well, do tell. Good. What a segue. Yes. <laughs> Google's first smartphone looks like a sophisticated marriage of metal and glass, and it is, but it's also a maze of useful features, shortcuts, and extras not listed in any manual. Fastest phone check ever. This phone will show you what's going on in record time without even touching its screen. It's one of the best features. Just tap and swipe down on its rear fingerprint sensor and you'll unlock the phone. Turn off its turn on its screen and reveal your notifications at once. It sounds simple, but it's true time saver and genuinely addictive. You must enable this feature in the moves menu to get it working. Taking trivia, Google's assistant knows things and can test whether you know them too. For fun, ask the assistant to play lucky trivia, as in I'm feeling lucky, like their Google search, and you'll be asked to answer five trivia questions with a game show styling. <laughs> instant photo, well, it's not instant, but fast. The impressive camera in this phone opens fastest when you double-click its on button, simple when you know about it. Hidden shortcuts, it's not just the phone with hidden shortcuts, but many of the apps too. Hold your finger on an app, and if enabled, it'll display extra options. Long pressing the camera app, for example, gives quick access to selfie and video modes. Keep a finger on the Maps app, and you quickly navigate to your saved locations like work or home. Third parties like Evernote and LinkedIn are rolling out these additions too, and yes, it works just like Apple's 3D Touch. Less hidden shortcuts. If you want to make shortcuts easier access, you can drag them to the home screen's permanent edition. Real-life GIFs. Like other cameras, the Pixel camera has a burst mode. Hold down the shutter button, it'll snap photos in quick succession. Unlike other cameras, a Pixel can camera not only saves the photos individually, but turns them into a separate animated GIF. Mm. The phone has real GIF underbelly. They're even hidden in the default keyboard. In a supported app, you can tap on the emoji option, select GIF icon, and you'll find popular animated photos organized by category. Your messaging feed may never look the same. Photo tweaks. Don't be put off by Pixel camera's lack of a pro setting. You're just in it by default. You can hold a finger on the screen to fix its focus. After you set the focus, you can tap the exposure compensation slider to change the brightness of a scene, and there's a dedicated icon for white balance. Selfie Smart, a swift and stealthy switch to self selfie mode, is easy on this phone. And with the camera app, flick your hand around twice to swap to the front <coughs> camera. So just hold the phone go... And it nice. switches cameras. The Pixel isn't the first Android phone to do it, but it's super handy. Smart storage. The phone comes with unlimited storage for photos and videos you capture with it. This is particularly useful if you regret buying the 32 gig version and need to clear out some images. If you enable smart storage, it will remove backed up photos and videos from the device automatically when you're close to running out of space. Go to bed reminders. Two important settings can remind you to stop playing with your Pixel and get some sleep. <laughs> the first is night light that acts as a blue light filter on your screen, and the second is priority notifications that stops all but important beeps, like your alarm or phone calls from nominated contacts disturbing you. You can set them to automatically start and stop on a schedule. Just be quiet. If you need a break from your phone beeps and rings, you can set the do not disturb feature to block everything for just an hour. It's accessible from the drop-down menu and useful in meetings and movies. And this is not your only guide. Google has gone all out in terms of support for this phone. If you want help with your Pixel phone, you can access an expert by tapping the prominent support tab in the settings menu and ordering a phone call. Mm. There's also a chat option if you prefer text. That's got to cost money, though, hasn't it? Nope, same as nope. an iPhone. All oh, right. Just Google's been doing, been doing that on Hangouts for a while. It had a support thing. Live? Have they? Live support. 
Uh, they had a whole system where people could, anybody could do live support oh. for anybody in oh, the world. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But um, on, <clears throat> on the Amazon Kindle in that, they've got a support button and you press it and one of the Amazon technicians or CSRs will call you back through. It's funny that Apple don't do that, isn't it? Yeah. What do you, they would have a button there, just ring support, bang. What do you yeah. reckon? You know, or text support. What do you reckon these pixels are worth? Uh, well, you want? Well, you're talking on a plan, but ninety five bucks a month, oh. same as the iPhone seven. No, well, I was just talking outright. If you knew, I didn't know if you knew. No idea, no idea. Yeah, they look. They do look pretty good. And then the Google look- Pixel range starts at ten seventy nine for the five inch Pixel with thirty two gig and twelve twenty nine for the hundred twenty eight gig version. Right, so that's our Apple's iPhone seven territory. Yep, pretty much. And a three and a half inch headphone jack. Yeah, and, and a normal <laughs> headphone jack, exactly. <laughs> oh, three and a half inch, three and a half. You don't have to drill it yourself, <laughs> right, Glenn? That's right. That's right. Well, they've got to be careful. They've got to be careful, Apple. They're getting a bit too cocky, a little bit too. Hey, we're cool enough Is to it, do whatever we want. The, the, we did it with the disk drive. We did it with the CD-ROM. Now we're going to do it with everything. Does, does now, the, look, I don't mind the disk drive thing because no one was using it. You know how when you when you get rid of something, like the buggy whip, you look around and you think, well, there's only one in 100 people using the buggy whip. If I get rid of it, no one's going to notice. And that's pretty much what happened with the disk drive. Yeah. No one was using it because CDs were coming up, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. they've got rid of the headphone where when you walk People's down the street in any city, everyone's got them in their ears. You don't get rid of something that people are still using. And none of us are going to walk around with those ear pod things stuck in there. That's right. Well, even my daughter said... She said, I don't want to look like an idiot walking around with a couple of things sticking out of my ears. <laughs> Looks like I've got an infection. I would, I would have one of the paltronic ones that go around the back of your head. And yeah, they yes, hold them like that. Yes. Now, but not just... What, not the little bloody Star Trek thingies. What has what Apple got to yes. do, Eric, for you to change to a Pixel? What, what are they going to do? How long is it going to be? I'll tell you what. If 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 by the time if they don't wake up to themselves by the time they release the app the iPhone eight, and if at that time I can't get hold of an, an, a six S, because I won't go to the seven, mm. and just say in a year and a half time, how can I go to an iPhone eight comes out? Yeah, and I think right, still not getting it, but I need a new phone. I'm going to go get a 6S and they go, sorry, not available, or it's only available in 16 gigs or some 4 gigs or some ridiculous thing. I'll go get a Pixel. Well, there you go. So yeah, You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> That's right. No, I hate to say it. I prefer to stay with iPhone, but <clears throat> I'm not going to walk around with an adapter hanging out of the phone that's this big, and then I've got to put this thing mm. into that. You know how that's, that's just going to... Before you know it, I, the lightning... Connectors busted, and I can't even charge my phone, let alone listen to music. Would it be better if if they had a wireless adapter that you just put in your pocket, and then you still had the normal headphones? You know what I mean. Mm. So you could put the if those two headphones that Warlocks talked talk about earlier, the ones that drop down headphones. here, if they were joined like this, yeah, right, and the little wireless receiver was here, yeah. I'd have no problem. Yeah, that, that'd be okay. Because then you could, if it fell, you'd know. You could go, oh, there it goes, and you could catch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I want this thing. Well, you you jog- were jogging, and this yeah. one falls out. You've got no hope in hell of finding it. 
No. They should have little home, little GPS homing <laughs> things in it. But well, uh, well, they probably start in beeping and flashing. That'll be another four hundred and fifty dollars. Five nine nine. But the Google Pixel now look. Is, is this a shift from you know? Is Samsung gonna? Well, they they lo- they're losing what three billion in their woes from for the uh, yeah. from the Note Seven. It's um that that's so bad. They've established customer service points in Qantas, Virgin, and Jetstar terminals at the domestic and international airport at Sydney. Now, similar booths have been. So, what you can do is you can take your your Note Seven in. And they'll swap it over for you, which yeah. is I don't know how swap it over for what. Another Note they, 7 that'll explode. They back up your data? Well, I'd say I don't know how successful and how willing people are going to be because they... But, but everything's sort of Google clouded, isn't it, Jace, Most these days? Like the iCloud? So. Yeah. Um, so similar boosts have been set up in the, in the international terminal Qantas and Virgin Domestic at Melbourne's Tullamarine, the same at Perth, and at both domestic and international at Brisbane. So they're spending a bit of money, aren't they? Canberra, Adelaide, people, just, people don't want a Note Australia. 7. They don't want a Note 7. They don't want an iPhone 7. Pixel That's right. Seven's mm. not a lucky number this year, is it? No. No, it's definitely not. So the uh, Canberra, Adelaide, Gold Coast... The thing Coast... is, you know what is lucky for Apple? <clears throat> I reckon their sales have been... Sh- I was going to say that terrible word. Schweppes. I reckon their sales have been pretty rubbishy for the iPhone 7. Hang on, hold that thought. And then suddenly... Can you hold that thought? What's that? Hold that thought. I'm holding it. Because... It's going to burst. That's okay. No, I thought we were going to get interrupted. <laughs> right. Continue. Sorry. Um, I, I reckon that their sales have been rubbishy, but they'll, they'll never say anything. Or they'll manipulate it at the next, uh, you know, whatever, mm. next uh, reporting season. But then... As luck would have it, the Samsung Note 7 starts exploding and everyone's going, well, what am I going to buy now? The only choice I've got is the iPhone 7. And suddenly their sales have popped up Hmm. through no clever marketing of their own. It's complete luck. Watch out for them Daleks, Glenn. Yeah, that was my phone. (laughs) Someone sent me a message. (laughs) So I'll, I'll go off again in a minute. Hang on a second. I'll have to I'll have to read it. So it I just changed my ringtone to one of the songs that was featured on Mr. Robot season two. Oh, Love it. I got my latest. Ring, watching it. My latest ringtone is the Hawaii Five O theme tune. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you watch Mr. Robot yet? Not all of it. No, probably up. Up, about episode five or six. Oh, uh, we're nearly ha- over halfway through season two. Oh, nice. I just don't get time. Anyway, uh, there's another story. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have another look at this Google Pixel if it, next time I'm going to It sounds good. Like, I know, you know, you're swapping platforms and all this sort of stuff, but um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to wait till that they've all got They've all got um, applications that will transfer your data from one to the other and mm. order if the apps are yeah, free. Mm. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I've switched between platforms left, right, and centre all the time with no problems. Yeah, okay. But what about yeah, if it's, if it's no. done properly and no, done by someone who knows what they're doing? It's relatively all simple. my calendar contacts and everything is synchronised to my Gmail account. Yes, all my yes. mails in Gmail. Yeah, so you just yeah. get another phone, whether it's the Apple one or whether it's the Google one, and just log into your Gmail account and log into your Google Calendar on both and. 
you're connected. It just it seems to me that the the Google apps, even for the iPhone, they seem to, although they probably don't work as as well as they do on a Google phone or on an Android phone. That's right. Yeah, they just seem to be. They want to be more inclusive or more about you, if you know what I mean. Like they just about more helpful rather than yeah. the, than the Apple's just not there yet. But anyway, look, the surveys come out. And it has been has been shown that Microsoft employees are now happier than Apple's employees. No so, surprises there. So Microsoft, Do they all bought Apple phones. They might. <laughs> They've probably got iPhones in their back pockets. Hey, well, like, Bill Gates famously wouldn't let anyone buy any iPhones right. or take to his events, so now they're allowed to. So, what, so would he? Did he even draw the line at the the iPod? So everyone had to have a Zoom. You reckon? <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Because you saw, what well, didn't they have a conference or something where he saw one of the people in the audience with an iPhone and he picked it up and stomped on it? Was that? Uh, <laughs> Steve Ballmer. Ballmer, yeah. Oh, <laughs> classic. I miss Steve Ballmer. He's, he's but you know, but you know that Tim Cook, Tim Cook is the Steve Ballmer of, of Apple. They need yeah. somebody more. But you, no, know, you know, you had Bill Gates, who, even though he's, he's not as as out there as Steve Jobs was, but he had a brain and he was quite visionary and he, everyone liked him. He was a good leader. And then you hand it off to your right-hand man thinking he'd be the right guy, and that was Steve Ballmer. Just Ten yeah. years he was there and it didn't work. Their stock price was $25 for 10 years mm. while Steve Ballmer was there. As soon as he's left, it's doubled to 50 Yeah, right? Because this new guy has gone, right, we're going to have this sort of office product, we're going to have yep. online, we're going to have this, we're going to have... And Steve Ballmer didn't want to do any of that. Yep. Now, Tim Cook is doing exactly the same thing. He did he, they hand it off to the right-hand man, but he wasn't the right guy, and he'll be there, he's, be, he'll be, he's five years now, and now it's starting to come out. Apple employees are not as happy as they used to be. Microsoft employees are happier. So iPhone, it's starting, Next it's iPhone's starting not as good as the last through. one. Yeah, no, well, Microsoft... He hasn't come out with anything. Steve Ballmer did not innovate at all in 10 years, and that's why the share price was flat. And Apple have not innovated in five. He just had um, penises thrown at him. Something. Yeah. Did what? <laughs> but that, that was the funniest thing. Someone, that was, uh, we did that on this show. <laughs> yeah, someone, someone had a, tied a, like a rubber penis to a fishing rod, rod fishing line, or something, and then dangled it in front of him while he was speaking. Dangled in front of who? Steve, are you kidding? We've talked about this. Yeah. No, I've never heard oh, this. Oh, have a look at it. So he should watch our shows. Yeah, and he jumps up and tries to grab it and everything. That's <laughs> so funny. As I miss old Steve, he, he had a few laughs in him. It was Maybe good. they should have dangled that in front of somebody else. Well, <laughs> well, I, I, I was going to go there, but um, I left it. No, out. I'm not going there <laughs> because you can't. You can't do that because they'll shut you down. You can't what? make funny jokes about that community because it's nothing's funny. Microsoft no approval, approval rating so far for 2016 was 10% above the industry average, beating out Apple for the first time. Oh. You're going to say it was 10% total. <laughs> <laughs> now, business but the rot, the rot is starting. The rot has started. Business he things. got rid of so many good people when he started there. Scott Forstall, all these designers went... Johnny Ives is sitting in a white room by himself. 
now because there's nobody there anymore. <laughs> no, that's right. Business Insider reported that Microsoft had a massive improvement in chief, ex- uh, in chief executive approval since Satya Nadella took over in 2014. By the end of 2013, yep. former chief executive Steve Ballmer had just 51 cent per- approval compared to 88 for Nadella at the yep. end of last year. Yep. So, yep. yeah, Microsoft threw out its... He's <laughs> a good operator. Microsoft threw out its controversial stack ranking system, which forced managers to rank each of their employees from top to bottom. That's a good way. Good to get the morale. We we had something worse when I was at EDS. It was a bell curve. Right. So say you got 10 guys. Didn't matter how hard everybody worked. There had to be at least two people who didn't meet expectations. Yes. Mm. Two people who exceeded expectations. That's right. Yeah. And everybody else was in the middle. So if you yeah. had four guys who worked exceptionally well, only two of them could be marked as exceeding expectation. The other two is like, well, you just missed out. I mean, <laughs> you work so your ass off. Mm. That is yeah. so subjective, it's ridiculous. And too many people are just like, well, what's, what's the point of overexerting? Because there's too many people to fit the bell curve. So mm. the 50-50 chance you're going to miss out, you might as well just do mediocre well, work that's just good that's enough right. to not get fired. If well, the mediocre band, if the mediocre band is so big that most people are going to fall into it, then what generally happens is people then work to the expectations mm. rather yeah. than try and exceed them. Now, if you narrowed that mediocre band and made it a V curve instead of a bell curve or a straight line where you could rank good, bad, whatever, people would go, "Okay, I want to get up the line or up the ladder." Then there's an there's an incentive to work harder. But as yeah. soon as you do the bell curve and that gap from here down is mediocre, people go, right, then if I'm going to be mediocre, right. I'm going to be damn well mediocre. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, because I remember when I, was, when I was working at the bank, I was on relief staff and every every relief you did, you got raided and all this by the supervisor at the place. And there was one lady and uh, we'll always always get like satisfactory. And, and so yeah. you go to her, why, why, what, do I, what have I got to do to get more than satisfactory? She yeah. has nothing. I don't mark anyone higher than satisfactory. Yeah. So next She's time, a bitter old cow. Yeah. Next time I went, I'll give a satisfactory performance. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly you have, right. Yeah. Half, so, one hour, one hour morning, your own two hour lunches. Yeah. Well, that's all. Well, yeah. Well, not not that, but you just don't go the extra mile. You know, like can, can right. you fix my computer in one hour? Well, I could, no. but I don't have any incentive, so you'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> it's four o'clock. I'm going home now. Yep. Mr. Popularity is coming to Australia. Satya Nadella. <laughs> Next, uh, when is he coming? Oh, it doesn't say. Soon. Now, his exact itinerary is not known. However, the trip is expected to be a flying one. I don't know what a flying trip is, but um, must be like a you know quick one during which he hopes to address a developer event in Sydney with several Microsoft clients and pay Melbourne a visit. He wants to inspire developers working on Microsoft Azure Cloud Platform. Has, has developers, t- developers, developers. Yeah, he <laughs> wants to inspire them. Has Tim Cook ever been to Australia? Does anyone know? Eric, mm. do you know? Oh, Eric's He's not there. so disgusted by you, he gave up. <laughs> He's he doesn't want to talk chair. about Microsoft anymore. Thank you very much. Look at that. You've upset him now. Yeah, so he's gone. Gone. He'll yeah. be back. He must have gone to get a drink. All right. Um, I don't know. Would you reckon when? How do you reckon these guys, CEOs of Microsoft and uh, Apple, Jay? How do you reckon they get around? Like first class, their own plane. Yeah. What do you reckon? Private jet. Their own jet. Private jet. Yeah. Right. 
be nice, wouldn't it? Don't travel with the plebs. No, 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 private jet. You can that's ride nice. it all off anyway, so what's the point? <laughs> yes. I think it'd be quite inspiring, you know, to have him come over and actually talk to the developers. A lot of the oh, yeah. problem with things like this and companies is that the CEO's over there, Americanized, doing his thing in that country over there. We're just some people they probably don't even care about or even know that we exist. So, hmm. but you have him come over, you're like, look, guys, you know, I want to chat. Here's some ideas that we've got for the future. You're the developers who make the products for our platform. So what do you think about this? Does this inspire you? And what do you think you can make with it? And, um, you know, give us some ideas about what you think about it. And yeah, I think it's great inspiration. Yeah, and I think that's probably what also, obviously he goes around the US and stores. He probably goes around other stores and other, other countries as well. And this is just probably what helps him, you know, it keeps his popularity up within the organisation. Well, he listens, he listens to people. Because yeah. he's got to realise that there are good ideas out there by people who don't actually work in head office. Well, that's yep. right. That's now, right. Maybe, Timmy, maybe Timmy Cook should walk around a little bit more and uh, listen to other people, not just listen. He, is, he tends to have this little inner circle. He won't listen to anyone else. Do you, well, oh, we've seen the results of that. Yeah, Satya's so done, done a good a job. They had, um, Stop trying to be the rock star and be the manager. Mm. In Microsoft, they had all these different silos of business units, and they thought it was a great idea to pit them against each other. So the yeah. people who are doing Office hated the people who are doing yeah. Windows, and the people yeah. who are doing Windows hate the people who do the mobile stuff. Hmm, and yeah. they're all trying to outdo each other instead of working together. Now Satch is there. You're like, look, we, this, we're all one company. We're all one group. We want to do the best for the company. Everybody does. On the and same everyone level. gets paid better, not just one yeah. group. Hmm. And you're like, okay, we have this office product and the mobile guys are like, well, you should put it on the iPad. And he's like, why? Because it's the biggest seller at the moment. So it's like, beauty, Bang, great idea. Done. From now on, we're going to develop mobile office on iPad first. It'll get all the best features. Once we've got that out, we'll do Android and then hmm. we'll look at Windows because it's the least number of hmm. phones out there. And even Bam, right. popularity, sales. Subscriptions go up. People want to get. I went through the roof. Five and pay monthly yep. fees for yep. Office, where they yep. had to pay once. They're happy with yep. it. Yep. Yeah. Went, and it went crazy. And Apple even, was like that in the beginning as well. When Steve Jobs was there the first time, the Macintosh people hated the other group, even though yeah. they're working on the same software. The design group that do the Macintoshes hated the Apple the other too. guys. But, but I think he, he got rid of all of that. I think Nadella was also, I'm pretty sure he's responsible for the, you know, uh, devices under 10-inch screen can have free windows. Yeah. So I think he was yep. responsible for yep. that as well. And so... Um, sell, yep. sell the cloud and the storage and stuff. And mm. the fact that you get it on your iPad, it'll be the same thing that you get on your laptop. It'll be the same thing you get on your Android phone. They all just sync together and it works straight across all the platforms. Yeah, I, I agree. He And the funny thing is, he was later to the game than Apple were because Apple had the iCloud. He had, you know, the pages and all this sort of stuff. No one uses it, right? And um, Microsoft were later to the game than that because I think they came out with that in 2008 and it didn't take off. iCloud was a disaster. And then Mobile Me, then they had to rename it to iCloud. It was a disaster. It didn't work. You know, it was slow. It was buggy. Then Microsoft came along. They were in the game for probably a year. And everyone decided, well, I'm going to do that. Yep. Even Apple people were using the Microsoft Cloud and the Microsoft mm. Collaboration 
software. And to this date, you cannot look Google Docs, for example, I can write here now and Glenn will see me writing a swear word, just say yep. whatever. <laughs> on right. Google Docs. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you can do that on Microsoft as well. And I know I know you can with OneNote. I haven't tried it with um with uh, Word the yet, word. but I think you can. I think so. Um, Probably three sixty five, yeah. 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 But there was the same the same app uh, Steve Jobs and Apple were the first with the GUIs. Microsoft played catch up took over. They were the first yep. with the the cloud. Microsoft ca- caught up and took over. They were the first with Siri. Now Cortana and Cortana's Google all Assistant over it. are right. going straight ahead. But and Siri's like, hey, is, we, we used to do that. We can put that back in and you guys will the like funny thing, The funny thing was, you're right, and it's exactly what happened when Steve, when Steve Jobs was there the first time. He kept putting things out and they didn't. Ex- the execution was not very good and Microsoft would do it better. When he came back the second time, it flipped. They did everything better than everybody else. They took their ideas and made it better. As soon as he died, it's gone back now to Tim Cook being what Steve Job was 30 years ago. Back there, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's gone backwards. And he's not – because to this day, they have, they've, not, they've not spent any money on pages or the iCloud and all their software that you can get on the cloud like Office 365. You still can't collaborate on a document. I cannot write at the same time as Glenn on a document using iCloud pages. Yeah, I think you can. How ridiculous is that in this day and age? I think, I think you think can. can, mate. Hey? Well, yeah, if, think... if you can, it's been very recent. Yeah, I think you can. I'm, I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. Well, let me, let me check it. Uh, but anyway, while, you, while you're doing that, uh, something else that Apple's <laughs> this is very Apple-centric, this episode, isn't it? It should have been the, the Mac zone. Uh, Apple patents. Look, they've, they've done a new patent. Can you believe it? They've patent-hungry. But this time, it's not what you think. Uh, it's an oversized... They've painted it, patented, or whatever you want to call it, an oversized container for filling with dirt and shoving a plant inside. That's right. Cool. They're, they're, very protective, <laughs> aren't they? They've patented the pot plant. And it took... The pot plant holder. Yes, the, yes, the thing. I've got a picture If you, oh, you can't see it, but everyone else can. Uh, it, it's seventeen designers it took to create it. So um, it's nothing flash, if you ask me. When Apple set set out to revamp its its San Francisco store, the brief was to include some small trees, both inside and outside the store. Seventeen Apple designers in London. Yeah, they, you can tell they got a surplus of cash. Uh, San Francisco. Seventeen, really. 17 designers. My four-year-old could have done it. Yeah, it's nothing. It just looks like just run-of-the-mill ones you get in the shopping centres from the 70s. Probably could have got it from Bunnings. Well, you probably could have. It doesn't look nothing flash to me. But anyway, San Francisco, blah, 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 blah. Apple applied to patent the design in February last year, and on Monday this week, the patent number was approved. For those patent geeks, it was number D769148. The planter that is patented in its design is now in other flagship stores, including Regent Street, London. So there you go. They just November pat- 2013, right. Apple updated its online iWork for iCloud productivity app setting collaboration tools that let users simultaneously edit documents. Yeah, it's still in beta. I just logged into it now. It says it's in beta. Because I remember um, when I was doing uh, the Mac Zone a few times with with Michael, uh, like, oh, it's probably a little while ago now, six months or so ago, uh, the, the the collaboration was 
absolutely terrible on the PC. It was on for Apple. Well, look, yeah. I'm loading in now. I just it says it says create, pick a document, right? And it's just a blank document. I pick not a template or anything like that. Mm. That was nearly a minute ago, and it's still loading. Yeah, Google I Docs. I, I would have finished an essay by now. <laughs> I didn't have that sort of issue. You, should, you need the NBN for the Apple one. Yeah, <laughs> I think you need more than the NBN. Yeah. Look, oh, there I... we go. Now it's loaded. It's just rubbish. It's absolute rubbish. Mm. No, and good. that's not right because they were first in the game here and they had first mover advantage and they should have kept working on it, but they didn't. Yeah, but I suppose that happens, doesn't it? Like, like what, what, what's the go with Windows? Is like, have we paid for the last Windows? Like, are we not paying for Windows anymore? Like, it's that's it, Windows 10, and now it's just all updates? Who knows? I We're don't know. Subscription I don't know. Model. <laughs> well, that's where you think it's going, but it hasn't yet. But Well, it makes sense, no, I got that it? stupid anniversary edition that took, like, 45 minutes to install this week. Oh yeah, that was oh, one of my friends just got that as well, and he was at a funeral, trying to run the sound system from his Windows laptop, oh, and it goes, no. "Hang on, I'm rebooting." It didn't say, "Can I reboot?" It just rebooted and then started oh, doing yeah, the install. Right, and yeah. after 45 minutes, it was finished. So they had to reorder the things that were happening in the funeral, and he had these slideshows that he created. He wanted to show on a big screen of this guy's life, and couldn't show it until oh, Windows finished updating. Oh dear. Um, all right. What uh, what is what other ones did you have, Jace? Anything anything else? Facebook is testing its latest addition to in Australia before it's released in the United States, but users are likely to find it exceedingly familiar. Facebook's Messenger's new addition called Messenger Day lets users add text, stickers, and scribbles to photos and pin them to their profile for twenty four hours. But anyone who's used Snapchat, where users can add text, stickers, and scribbles to photos and pin them to their profile for 24 hours, is likely to notice a strong resemblance. Facebook product manager, director Peter Matnazzi, said the social network had been working on ver- versions of Messenger Day for the past two years, and the new additions were designed to upgrade conversations by letting your friends and contacts know what you were doing that day. A lot of the pieces of Messenger Day are things we've done for a really long time. We started this work almost two years ago, and we rolled out a separate app called Stickers. People loved it, but they really wanted to bring the concept into Messenger. New feature gets top billing on Facebook Messenger's home screen, showing off images shared by your friends, just like Instagram stories. Images can also be shared in individual group messages with many picture templates designed to encourage social gatherings, like movie dates, drinks, lunches, or road trips. Facebook's edition stops short of mimicking Snapchat's popular facial filters, However, though, you can add virtual stickers to faces. I like. Uh, I don't use Snapchat for sending stuff. I just use it for the filters. <laughs> and then just... Well, if you, if you want to get some really good stickers to put on your photos, download Blue Bilby's Halloween sticker pack. Oh, that's just right. Just upgraded this week with another 40 stickers, so you get over 60 stickers for Halloween. Isn't that wonderful? You've been busy. Yeah. So do, when you, uh, if you've already bought them previously, is that a, like a free upgrade? How does that work? Do you upgrade to an extra 40 stickers? Yep. Oh, sweet. That's good. That's good. Open the app, it'll say there's a new version, or if you've got an auto-update, it'll just auto-update, and suddenly all these other stickers appear that weren't there before. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so that's good. Good man. Hello. Hey? Good man. man. Yes. Ah, good, 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 good. Yeah, so uh, where was it? On iTunes. Search for Blue Bilby. All right. Uh, Yeah, so Snapchat. Yeah, good on it. (laughs) 
Did you see the the face? I don't know how long that this function's been on Facebook, but you know, you do your profile picture. You can do a like a little short movie one. Did you know oh, yeah, I think you did that. Yeah, I didn't know that you could do that till the other day, so I just did it. Um, what else did you have, Eric? You want to talk about ah, Tim Cook was just named? Just a quick, quick story. Uh, Tim Cook was named to Hillary Clinton. Was named. Well, I think that's bad grammar. Was was on Hillary Clinton's list of potential vice presidential candidates. What? Believe that. Why? WikiLeaks has leaked yet another email from Hillary Clinton, um, from Hillary Clinton presidential campaign chairman John Podesta, that reveals Apple CEO Cookie Monster was among a list of candidates for vice president of the United States alongside Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates, former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, Former Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders and yeah. a dozen and dozens of others. Yeah, right. In August, just so happens, Cook hosted a fundraising event for Hillary. No surprises here. Well, that's the thing. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I find that you know, if you some I'll tell you what, I'd have Bill Gates in that role before I'd have Tim Cook. Well, let me tell you that now. Yeah, he's more of a statesman than Tim Cook. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. I don't Tim know. Cook would want to be a rock star everywhere he goes. Look at me, I've got my shirt undone and I'm halfway down. Hey. <laughs> but how can Tim Cook be... This is where to get a bit crazy, don't you think? Like, okay, so... so You don't have to run for vice president. You can be chosen. Yeah. You don't have to be in government. You don't have to have a... a you should you have some sort of experience. Yeah, yes. No, not necessarily. That, that as well. Not necessarily. But, well, okay. I know that I know they say they... Not you political have experience. To. But it would be good if you did. Yes, but what I think about if you're a statesman, white person? Why would you, you choose someone to be your vice president? Go, okay. Do you want to be my vice president, knowing that you held up proceedings and FBI investigations because you wouldn't? That's why. Is that why they, they didn't exactly choose him? Exactly why. Oh, well, really? You know what they say, mate. Oh, good. Keep your friends close. Keep your enemies closer. Yeah, you can't. If you, got a kick, if you get Timmy Cook on side there, I mean, come on, mate, let it come on, come on, come around to my place, come around to the White House for dinner, we'll, we'll have a little chat. No, nothing in particular, yeah. Just bring bring your iPhone with you, maybe we'll have a look at it. No girls, just the guys. Bring your, yeah, <laughs> bring your engineers, maybe they might want to open it up in front of me, you know. I'll have a couple of my people here, but they'll be just, you know, don't worry about them. They'll be just in the corner. Don't worry about just, it. Just don't hack the iPhone because it upsets him. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, well, yeah, well, that's right. You can't choose someone like that. So, yeah, so anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, look, I don't know. I think, I think I've... I'm out of stories. That was very, not very happening. The only other one I had... Oh, look, I don't... Oh, no, it's pretty boring, but uh, Victoria's Privacy Commissioner warns against profiling job candidates online. So he's come out and he's warned oh. against public service bosses. Well, how are you going to prove that? You, well, what's what is there? Is it an offence to do that? Is it against the law to do a, a background check on your potential employees? Well, I think it's a uh, if you don't tell them that you're doing it, yes, can be. Well, well, maybe, but because, at the same time, um, I think most people know, and they've been telling people this for ten years. What you do on social media is there for good. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. It doesn't right. disappear on the internet. And they've told you that employers have a right to ask you for your Facebook password. And if they see something on there that they don't like, like you smoking bongs, 
or lining on on the beach smashed with vomit all over you, <laughs> they don't have to. They have every right to not hire you, and that's been long standing for years and years and years. I don't think they have. The, I don't. I don't think they should have the right to ask you for your password. They're doing well, that, do they? Well, they they do. Well, then some I, people don't give it and they don't get hired. Well, then I'd probably rather not get hired. Not that I've got anything to well, hide. Well, and, but... and that would be that, and that would be your choice. Yeah, and that's the choice that we all are allowed to make. We say, well. I don't want to work for a company like that, or I've got nothing to hide, knock yourself out. So, you know, it's up to the individual. Yeah, so this is uh, <laughs> the, the reason behind all this is. That's why you have two Facebook profiles. Ah. That's right. One with your name and one with your next door neighbor's name. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, yeah, so, so st- storing this sort of information. So, what they're saying is you, you trawl through your employee's Facebook page and you store it. Somehow, for some well, reason. I know. Well, I wouldn't do that. I think that's maybe, going a bit far. But maybe they're saying, okay, they're going through the job applications. We're not going to give it to this guy because we found pictures of him smoking bongs. So they've printed the yep. picture out, put it with the application. So Yeah, well, see, I wouldn't do that. No. But I just, you'd make a note saying, not hired for this hmm. reason. But there's no need to start collating information. I think that probably goes a bit too far. But do you think that... Uh, yeah, but see, this is where it gets a bit crazy as well. Like, do you think if, if you're the boss, or no, if you're the employee, would you rather a potential employer say to you, listen, we've looked up on your Facebook page, we've seen you smoking bongs, so what do you got to say about that? So you, they're giving you the right... Yes, yes, yeah. You give okay. the right of reply, I agree. But give the right of reply. If the employer if has... Say, Look, if the employer has logged no. into your Facebook page without asking you for this explicit... Uh, authority to do so, then the then the employee well, the employer will just tell you no, you're not hired, as you just said for some other stupid reason, which is not it's not yeah, helpful. We've gone we've gone in a different direction. The usual shove shoves that they give you. Yeah, but it's the same as like you know, a lot of a lot of people have public Facebook pages. You don't even need to ask them for their mm. passwords. But it's like, oh, but, look, I, I, but I, you're right. They should be getting a right of reply. Say, look, come and have a chat. I need to talk to you about this. Uh, we saw this, blah, blah, blah. Um, our normal probation period is three months. We like you. We think you're talented. You've got all the right qualifications and skills. Um, however, your probation is one month based on what we've seen. And we don't want any malarkey from you. And if you pass that one month or, or whatever, you know, whatever, they, they, obviously mm. they'll probably extend it for six months rather than one month. Than they can also do drug testing. Oh, they do. Yeah. That's right. Oh, so I've, if you shorten no the probation, it means he's going to be a full-time employee in a shorter period of time. So what I'm really saying is it'll go from three months to six months. So they can sack him without cause any time mm. in the first six months. So someone with a, with a little bit of a sketchy history, they might extend his probation, but they like him. Mm. And they might say, look, I'm going to give you a chance, but you've got to behave yourself. And your yeah. probation's doubled six months. And he might go, you know what, someone's given me a go and I'm willing to, you know, clean my act up and, yeah. and yeah. that's fine. Yeah. And well, if they see they they say that we saw photos of you with bongs, you say, wrong. <laughs> and if you don't get the job, you say, well, it was wrong. rigged against me anyway. It was rigged. <laughs> it was right. right. It was right. Someone planted them there. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I don't know. Just, like, just end up. Look, I might be in the minority, but um, if you don't, if, if the employee wants a skinny person for the job, you roll in. You're a fat person. 
and they say you don't get the job because you're fat, the employer's in trouble. I think you'd rather yes. know you didn't get the job because you were fat. Wouldn't you you've rather got to know, know the reason? Wouldn't you rather know you that? You've got to know the reason. Instead yes, of them you giving you, you some beluka, about- it might be a, it might offend you, mm. uh, and suddenly you're under the 18C. Oh my God, I'm offended. I'm going to sue somebody. But if you know whether it's a weight thing or you know you just you know you can't go into an interview chewing gum and picking your nose, um, <laughs> you know you don't turn up at an interview with a pair of thongs on and pick your nails while I'm trying to talk to you. Mm. You know if you know what what went wrong. So that you can present yourself better at the next one at another company. Yeah. It doesn't that help the, well, the process. employee? I've walk? never had anyone tell me why I didn't get a job. They just send never. out the standard form letter that says That's right. Hi, we just unfortunately <laughs> you were not the one that we picked. Selected us. You were not selected on this occasion. I did yeah. a, well what other occasion is there gonna file. be? Yes, there you go. I was I was keep you on file in the I, bin. I was look. I was looking through uh, Seek once, you know, the the online job hunting thing. I was not yep. too long ago. I just seen what was out there, you know, and I saw one there, and I thought, uh, oh, yeah. But another problem is they don't tell you how much these jobs are worth, so you got to actually go and make a phone call. Oh, you got to waste your time. Yeah, I know. So how much is it worth? The so, problem is that uh, sixty to seventy percent of the jobs advertised there are recruiters making up fake jobs so that they can get resumes and fatten their resumes. They, fat, they fatten up their database. Mm. There's so no actual if, job. If or something comes along, say, they've got someone. Yeah. Well, I got Otherwise, a tip. They could say, Sorry, uh, you weren't picked, but there was no actual job. They just want resumes. But I got a tip. If anyone's looking through that and you want to know what the the job pays, uh, you can sort of find out a little bit because in your search uh, inquiry, you put in you only want to see jobs between. I don't know, sixty and seventy thousand. Then you know yeah. whatever without it saying what yeah. the price is, what the remuneration because is. Because they put that information at the back end. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah. So one of these jobs, right? I must have accidentally pushed apply, and <laughs> and I because I, I, I went. Yes, yeah, so I pushed apply or whatever. Okay, so I th- thought nothing of it. Just didn't go from there, backed out of it. And then like two weeks later, I get the letter. Thanks for your application. Although you spent a lot of time and did a lot of work. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We'll keep you, we'll, we'll keep you on file for next time. I went, oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's what I did when I moved to, to Melbourne. I uploaded my, I made a very generic resume and generic cover letter and Open up like twenty tabs and just went apply, 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 apply. <laughs> there you go. Twenty. Now you can go to Centrelink. Hey, I applied for twenty jobs. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, well, yes. you did. That's the thing. You did apply yep. for twenty jobs. Yeah, yeah. You know, the worst experience I had, which was a little bit demoralising at the time, but it, you know, I don't get demoralised for more than a couple of seconds. Was <laughs> when I first finished uni because I I went to university late. Right from eighteen to twenty five, I was working. Had a great time. It was party time. It was great. I had a fun time. And at 25, I went to university. By the time I finished university, I was 29. And so I'm competing with graduates who are 21, right? So I went to this recruitment agency, and these guys did have, you know, proper jobs because they said they were saying who it was with. And I don't think you're allowed to do that unless there's a real job. Mm. So I went there, and this, and, and you know, my my academic results were good. Um, you know, I had work experience uh, doing that sort of work while I was at uni, part-time. I used to work two days a week at this place. So, okay, you know, that's fine. Instead of telling me, she could I don't think she knew what to tell me. Yeah. And she could have just said, uh, look, we'll keep in touch or we'll see how we go. I'll let you know. Nothing, right? She was she's quite a nasty person. I can't remember her name now, but if I see her, 
I'd slap her one. <laughs> she said to me, as I was walking out, and this was in the foyer, in front of a few other people waiting to go into interviews with other people, she, I shook her hand. I said, thank you very much for seeing me. Because I was in there for a while, about 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. And I thought, this is going well. Mm. Shook her hand. <clears throat> and she said to me, um, not, I said, nice to meet you. She said, I said, oh, nice to meet you. Thank you for your time. She, she said, uh, you're not going to make it. Oh. Straight up. I said, what do you, what do you, excuse me? And she says, yeah. um, you're wasting your time applying for accounting jobs. You're not going to make it. You're not good enough. Right. Nice. That's I'm, a shame. I'm serious. Right? You'll and never I, be I, an accountant. <laughs> yeah. I bet you I live in a nicer house than that bitch does. <laughs> Cut. Edit point. That's all anyway, right. That, that, uh, that, you know, that shook me up a little bit. And I mm. sort of, you know, went home with a tail between my legs a little bit. <laughs> and uh, I thought about that. And I thought, no, hang on a minute. No, I'm not going to let someone like that one person define who I am. Yeah, right? that's right. So that was, you know, what? Jesus, how old am I now? That was uh, 20, 22 years ago. Oh, she's probably dead anyway. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so you didn't you didn't go back to her and ask, what? why did you say that? Did you give a reason? Or did you just say you're just wasting your time? No, I, 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 she, she, her reason was she probably thought I was too old, but you're not allowed to say that. Mm. You know, you're competing with other graduates. But the funny thing is now, right, for example, in this day and age, a 30-year-old graduate competing with a 21-year-old is not a big deal. Mm. No. Right? They'll look at you and go, I don't, I don't care how old you are. If you are good with people, you know your stuff, who gives a rat's ass how old you are? But mm. back then unless it was you're quite, 60. Unless you're 60, in which case you might be overqualified or... You don't have the energy or whatever you want to call it, right? Hmm. But generally, you know, that, that, that five or ten-year age gap doesn't make it's – not, it's not a big deal anymore. You know, I've got, I've got uh, people in my uni class who are switching careers. They're studying law after doing other things. They're studying law now, and they're in their mid-30s, and they've got big law firms hiring them as interns. Right. You know, summer jobs and all this sort of stuff. And they ain't – they don't care about your age. Well, they're probably, they probably don't care because these people are probably a little bit more mature. They're probably not out on the town. That's right. You know, that's what they're looking at. They're saying you've got experience and you've got good because they're all degree qualified in their previous lives. Some might be engineers. One guy that was a chemist. Uh, there was another guy there that was a um, what was he? Uh, God, I can't remember now. But it was you know quite a big big deal. He was you know degree architect, I think. You know all degree qualified, lots of experience how to project management, deal with people, all that sort of stuff. So that's what they're looking at. So, well, you've got experience in the real world and there's less we have to teach you. We just have got to teach you how we work in this office rather than teach you from scratch how to be a human being. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's right. right. Which you have to do generally at 21, you know, wet behind the ears. Uh, no, you can't do that in you know, this office. That's policies. You know, it's this constant. Yeah. Malle they're all very malleable at 21. Mm. They don't really know what they're doing. But back when I was looking for a job, they looked at experience as, oh, we don't care about that. We just want um, top 10 academic results at your university, and we don't care if you can't deal with people. Right. That's not their fault. That's not the recruiter's fault. That's what the firms wanted. But accountants the firms just wanted academic – the accounting firms 
the big four, the big six as it was back then, they just wanted grades. They didn't care that you didn't have a personality. No. Well, accountants aren't known for their personalities. <laughs> What's that? Accountants aren't known well, for their personalities. Why. Well, this is why. But see, when you're working for the big, the big firms, you're dealing with people on a daily basis. You've got mm. to have a personality. Mm. Mm, that's this is what right. they don't realise. You are dealing with people every day. You're, you're clients. Well, I remember Without your clients, you don't have a job. In, in one of my previous jobs, I remember uh, this, there was this guy. We'll wrap it up after this. But I remember there was this guy, and it was like a uh, the sort of job. It was a government job. I won't say where it was or anything, but, uh, you know, it was it was up on, like, level, I don't know, 10, 12 or something of this building. And uh, and he's always in trouble. He used to have a laugh in the office, you know. He'd be loud sort of a guy, you know. He'd, he'd play in the uh, roundabouts in the local, uh, you know, theatres and all this. So he was he was a nice guy. He had a big laugh, a big voice, blah blah blah. You know, real real, real nice guy. And uh, but he always got in trouble. You know, he's always uh, you can't do this. You're too loud. You're doing this. You can't do this. You can't do this. And he can't have a laugh here. You can't have a laugh there. This guy's offended. You know, all this sort of rubbish. <laughs> anyway, so it was starting to get serious. So the big boss took him downstairs for coffee, you know, laid it out on the line again for him. So anyway, he's coming back up uh, in the in the thing, uh, into the lift, and then he, he walks out of the lift and he stops. And he, lo- and he looks around and back into the empty lift and he goes, I'll see you then. I'll see you at three o'clock to the empty lift. And the big boss goes, what are you, who are you talking to? He goes, oh, I'm just saying goodbye to my personality. I'll see him later today yeah. when I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he did. And then yeah, look, he was, he was yeah, that, deadpan. That's how, yeah, it was probably around the time, you know, when I was... They just, I just, it just yeah. completely threw me. And, I, and, and it wasn't until I got a job where I met my wife, she was working there, that the lead partner, the head partner, the managing partner, called me into his office one day. He's about, I was been there about a month. I thought, oh, I'm in trouble here. And he walked, he walked me in, told, and he said, right, Eric, young man, said, tell me what accounting's about. And I started raving on about bloody technical stuff, blah, blah, and he goes, shut up and stop there. He said, accounting's got nothing to do with what you just told me, and you're going to learn this, and it's the best lesson I ever learned. He said, you're going to learn this at this office for as long as you want to be here, because I reckon you're good. He said, accounting is about people. Mm-hmm. Every job. The quicker is about you people. learn that, mm. the quicker you learn that, especially in the public practice. Yeah. The quicker you learn that, the further you're going to go. Yeah. And to anyone that's listening here now, and that relates to any job you do. Oh, that's right. If someone says, "What's science about? What's architecture about?" Don't start talking about buildings. Mm. Architecture's about people. Your well, clients. Like, you know, I go out on a few jobs here and there, and um, people go, "Oh, they say to you, oh, ha- we're so happy with you.'" I go, "Oh, that's good, thanks." And they go, "Oh, yeah, the last guy that come out." Didn't say nothing, and you know, and then yep. someone else will say, "Oh, he didn't. He just sat there and talked, you know, gobbledygook." And I didn't know what he was doing. He just rushed around. Didn't didn't. We didn't know what's jargon. Going on. They try yeah. and baffle you with rubbish, yeah. Hmm. But yeah. But anyway. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. All right. Uh, you finished. Aussie Careers Expo. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jace, did you have any more? I think that'll probably do for the night. All right. So, uh, have you got links? You're going to share those with the show notes? Yeah. Cool. All right. So I think um, all the show notes, uh, including Eric's, yay, they're uh, they're going to be up on the on the webpage at aussietechheads.com.au forward slash slash 
podcast. Don't forget the other uh, shows, Aussie Max Zone, the Obsidian Loft, Old Fart Geeks, and Aussie Tech Security. So that was a, we did an in-depth one last week on uh, ransomware and how to try and avoid it for your home and office. So have a listen to that. Uh, look, ransomware is, yes, that's getting pretty bad, isn't it? There's AGL uh, emails around and you know, just all trying to scam you. So yeah, watch a couple out. of uh, a couple of Amazon ones are floating around as well, and mm. um, Australia Post, the usual. Yeah, usual. Yeah, I got a nice one from Nigeria the other day. Oh yeah, nice. Like <laughs> I even get emails from. Not the prince again. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's 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 got so much money. He wants to give away. I even get emails from you know mum and dad, and it's just like, oh, watch this. This is funny, and you think, well, it probably is from them. You can see the email line has gone through their friends, but. There's nothing really there. You just go, I'm not even going to open it. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> funny no. funny yeah, or not. That's right. Don't care. Don't care. All yeah. right. Good stuff. All right. That'll do us for another week. Uh, look, a bit light on, but uh, hopefully the, the band has entertained you for the for the last hour or so. All right. So thanks, Eric and Warlock, for coming in. Great to have no you worries. guys again. Great to be here. You're again. welcome. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, see you guys next week. Uh, for the recording next Thursday. Now, the live show, look, the live show's only going out on Facebook when Will's all better or whatever from moving and whatever he's doing and got internet and all this sort of stuff. Uh, Facebook likes a fast upload. And even though I'm on cable, I can only dish up about 2.5 and that's not fast enough. But I'm going to do another test just in case they've changed it. I'll, I'll think about looking at other platforms. The Ustream platform didn't really work too well. Uh, too many ads for people trying to watch it. The YouTube platform, that worked. A lot of mucking around just to get it to, to stream at the start of each show. So, um, But we'll get there. We'll get there. And Eric shared with me an MBN <coughs> excuse me, document from last week, which, uh, yeah, Rabina, Queensland. Yeah, baby, next year. Yeah, you're going to get so, it before me. I'm going to be the, the last one on the line. Probably. Yeah. Except if I'm lucky, they will say, look, you're not getting NBN. But how would you like to be part of the trial to do one gigabit up and down? Say, yes, please. Yes, that would be good. All right. That's what I'm Only if for. Google comes here and does it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do I get a free phone? All right. Now, yeah, uh, give me a Pixel. Yes. Great get stuff. Get a Galaxy Seven. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That, that's it. Hold that thought. Hold that thought, and uh, we'll see you guys next week on the podcast. Catch us on YouTube if you want to uh, see Eric's antics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thank <laughs> you.